Naimob, here to share with you a little bit deeper insight into my why and what kind of drives me and keeps me going in terms of trying to weave together my purpose and my different roles and figure out how to make things possible and how the different visions and dreams that I have can weave together being a mum, being an athlete, being an indigenous and someone who wants to have an impact in the world and leave a legacy, but not leave a legacy when I pass away, but have a living legacy that each night when I go to sleep, I know that I've contributed something of value to the world. And there's a saying that you can't be what you can't see. That didn't apply to me in my world. For some reason, I've been given the gift and the courage that when I had a dream or a vision, I had the courage to believe that I could be what I couldn't see. So growing up, I didn't have an example of an athlete or I didn't believe that that was something that was a pathway. It wasn't even a dream or a sense of possibility in my life. Wealth was not a sense of possibility and starting a business was not even on the the radar or in my consciousness or my field of possibility. And yet here I sit today as an indigipreneur, an Aboriginal entrepreneur, if you haven't heard that term before. And the reason I use the term indigipreneur is because a lot of First Nations people will start businesses with the intention to start a business with a social purpose in mind, to create intergenerational wealth to use the profits from their business to to fund and drive the social and economic change that they want to see in the world. And for me, I know that as I do for myself, that ripples out into my children, it ripples out into my community. Because when I say I, I actually mean we. When I'm talking about I won three world titles, I mean that my family and my community also won those world titles with me because without their support, without their nurturing, without them being a driving part of my purpose, I would not have even had the courage to go after my dreams. I would never have had the courage. Well, it was because of postnatal depression that I started jujitsu in that second chapter. It was because I didn't want my children to become victims of my trauma So I found the courage and the commitment to get up and go to training, to get up to try and help myself to heal my mental health so that I could show up and be the mother that my children needed and deserved and that I could be the woman that I wanted and that I yearned to be to step into my light rather than staying in my shadows. And the thing is, I can't tell people to be what I'm not. For me, actions speak louder than words and that leading by example is a core value. And the thing is, in 2018, there was a NAIDOC theme and the theme in 2018 was Because of Her We Can. And to date, it has been the most celebrated NAIDOC theme in the history of NAIDOC. And it was because we are celebrating our matriarchs. We're celebrating those who came before us, who laid the foundations for us to be the women that we are today for us to be able to to do the roles that we have to start the businesses, to keep our children safe in our homes, to have a voice, to have degrees. Whatever we want is possible because of those who came before us. 
And I want that to be a part of my legacy is that one day someone will turn around and go, if you can, I can, because of her, I could, I can. And that's, that's what I'm looking at now is that with the work that I'm doing, the role modeling that I'm doing through my parenting, through my sport, through my storytelling, through my business, through Kilalana, is that I want the girls and the people that I work with or who follow my journey to know that if I can, you can. And that's where I'm sitting at now is going with, with my why and wanting to create a living legacy is there's this growing awareness that in order for me to be able to amplify the impact that I want to have in the world, not by doing more, but by being more and being able to use my voice and my story to drop pebbles in the ocean and trusting that the ripples will will go where they they're where they are needed. They will go where they will have the most impact and be heard by the people who need to hear that story, that message, that example the most is that the path that I'm currently on isn't sustainable. And for most of it, I'm not on the right path in terms of for the season that I'm in right now, in terms of being a mum of six, being turning 39 in November, running multiple businesses, uh, being the founder of a not-for-profit, running Kilalana, I am spread so thin and it's starting to show up in my health. It's impacting on my ability to deliver and perform at a high level. I haven't been able to train consistently for at least two months and that's impacting on my well-being. I've been sick for the last three weeks because I've, I've just spread myself so thin and I know that something's got to give. And that's what I'm sitting with. That's where my courage is to sit and be vulnerable, to ask myself, what is my path moving forward? What does 2023, what's it calling me to do? Who's it calling me to be? And right now in this season, what is my greatest visions? What is my greatest calling? What's what's my heart yearning for? What's my spirit yearning for? What lights me up? What brings me joy? And what is my greatest commitment? What is my biggest purpose right now? And sitting with all of that and tying it back to my purpose of you can't be what you can't see, wanting to be a living example and role model for what is possible. And one of those things is sustainability and well-being and thriving. I know what it is to live in survival. I know what it is to serve from a cup that is empty and depleted and take care of my family even when I have nothing left in the tank. But operating from that space is not sustainable. And more importantly, it's not setting the example that I want to set for my family, for my children, for other women and girls. I want to set the example that when we are thriving, when I am thriving as an individual, when I am well and when I am serving from my from and through my heart, serving from my strengths and serving from health and well-being, thriving and flourishing in a way that 
connects to my spirit and is defined by me and through me, that I will be my greatest impact in the world. That is the greatest service that I can be to the world is serving through my wellness, through my gifts and through my strengths. Because at the moment I know that I'm role modeling and and operating at a surface level of being on this board or this idea of toxic positivity and, and toxic obligation, being of service to things, to spaces and to people who don't align with the calling that I have, who don't align to the values that I have and who I know don't value the service that I'm providing. And that leaves me with the situation of, I don't know what 2023 is going to look like at this point with sitting with this truth. And this has all kind of come up with being with this sickness because I don't get sick very often. And I, when I do get sick, it's usually for a very short time. And the fact that I've been sick for three weeks, I haven't been able to do what I love. I haven't been able to show up for the people that I love has really impacted on my mental health. It's impacted on my business. It's impacted on my family. And it's also taught me a beautiful lesson and offered me a chance to sit with myself, sit with the clarity and go, well, what is your truth? What do you need to press pause on right now or let go of because it doesn't serve the season that you're in? And where's it going? So I'm sitting with my truth. I'm sitting with my courage and I'm redefining what the next chapter of my life looks like. How's that going to guide me into 2023 and the choices that I make? As I unravel this, I will share more with you. Big love you mob. And in order to be for others, you need to be for yourself first. Allow yourself the courage to belong to yourself and write your own story.